This podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional help. If you or someone you know is facing difficulties, I advise you consult a psychologist. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 12 of Psych for Life with Dr. Amanda Ferguson. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ferguson. In today's episode, I'll be discussing the era of uncertainty and how we can regain balance through adaptability and resilience. Life has always had a major element of uncertainty, of course, but people in the privileged first world have been able to live largely in denial about this for many decades. Certainly since the Spanish flu of 1918 to 20 and the Great Depression of the 1920s. The era of rapidly accelerating change began as we were leaving the 1990s and it was due to global events affecting us worldwide. The collapse of the World Trade Towers in September 11, 2001, the SARS virus in 2002, as well as increased information technology and globalisation were continuing to drive these changes and challenges. In 2020, the era of constant uncertainty has begun. This year alone, we've experienced the coronavirus, global events such as race riots, political unrest, economic changes, climate change. All of these crises and challenges have affected all of us to some degree or another. And now we face the unknown of what's to come. So now, more than ever, we must develop our adaptability and resilience. In the 1990s to 2005, when I became an organisational psychologist, I conducted many change management programs throughout corporations. Back then, the nature of change was changing. Change went from being linear and predictable, and traditional processes such as leaving school to enter the workforce, getting married and having children people were starting to do these things in different ways and in different orders. We now have many more people choosing to be child-free, many more people choosing not to marry, and even fluid careers where we don't go from one job to the next necessarily or stay in the same career, but move between careers. Change sequences became less predictable and we spoke of change coming in waves. Managing change was a hot topic back then, and now we accept change as a constant. We've become change masters. People in their 50s and older will remember this shift from the traditional linear process of change to the now more modern, wave-like process. Our response to these waves of change is initially denial, which includes a phase of shock and relief, pain, including negativity, self-doubt often, and resistance. And then as we move through the wave, we accept the change, we embrace new ideas, growth and the future, and we search for strategies, we make commitments and we explore the process. These waves are the same process each time and we become more conscious about how to do these waves. We get better, we adapt, we become faster, We learn that we can choose to stay in the negative phase of denial for one moment, one day, one week or one month. Now as we enter 2021 and the era of uncertainty, we can look to one of the most famous change masters of all time, Charles Darwin, the English naturalist of the 19th century 
who was one of my earliest heroes in childhood. His theory of how species evolve and change in order to survive and thrive changed the world forever. He said the survival of the fittest is how species evolve, which in today's age means adaptability and resilience. In fact, the work of a psychologist is about helping people to become adaptable and resilient. Darwin's theory can be seen in how both Homo sapiens and chimpanzees developed what has been called a turbocharged fight-or-flight response mechanism in comparison to other species. This is thought to have been a result of constant exposure to uncertainty and potential lethal conflicts. All animals and humans evolved sophisticated nervous systems that give them the ability to form internalised processes or beliefs and to make decisions about the future to survive and thrive in a world where the outcomes of such decisions are often uncertain. So what is the difference between change and uncertainty? Change can be something that's happening to us in the moment or could be coming in the future and we're aware of it. Whereas uncertainty is usually less tangible and is something that makes us feel quite powerless. It's about not knowing what the future holds, which is one of our greatest fears as humans. We usually feel less agency, less control. We often don't know how to prepare. In fact, uncertainty is an important variable that we manage in our environment right from birth. We know that our early experiences with uncertainty help to shape us as adults, and they shape our ability to make judgments as adults. For instance, an uncertain bond with the mother causes a baby to be insecurely attached and most likely to experience insecure relationships in adulthood. In fact, high uncertainty in childhood can mean that we have more difficulty making decisions as adults and use less cues. Research on uncertainty is growing rapidly at the moment. We know how crippling uncertainty can be, but the people who succeed through uncertainty and adversity don't have more security or knowledge about the future than others, but they have a greater sense of adaptability and resilience. Health professionals are no different. We are also being given extra training in resilience for these uncertain times. As psychologists, we're aware of people's levels of intolerance of uncertainty. Some people have high levels of intolerance, while others moderate levels to people who have very low levels. Intolerance of uncertainty has been defined as a cognitive bias that affects how people perceive, interpret and respond to certain situations on a cognitive, emotional and behavioural level. One study describes this intolerance as being like having an allergy. Of course, we all have a level of intolerance to uncertainty, but there are those who are more sensitive and are likely to experience higher levels of anxiety and other mental disorders, such as social anxiety, worry, depression, negative affect and panic attacks. People with intolerance to uncertainty typically have difficulties adjusting to the changing situation produced by COVID-19, such as being in lockdown, being under threat, to suddenly being in a safe environment. Being very intolerant of uncertainty can be very time-consuming and produce tiring behaviours. People seek excessive reassurance from others. People make lists thinking that this is a way of eliminating uncertainty. People double-check things, 
and they refuse to delegate tasks to others. They procrastinate and avoid certain things and distract themselves, keeping themselves busy most of the day. People who see it as negative and unpleasant are more greatly affected. Yet we know that we can modify intolerance of uncertainty. Intolerance of uncertainty is predominantly associated with generalised anxiety disorder. But there is emerging evidence indicating that it may also be a shared element of other emotional disorders. We know that anxiety disorders are escalating worldwide and so too is the intolerance of uncertainty. Intolerance of uncertainty particularly affects public safety personnel, that is, correctional workers and officers, firefighters, paramedics, police officers and public safety communication officials who are regularly exposed to potentially traumatic events and considerable uncertainty as part of their employment. Within this group, those who have higher resilience and coping skills seem to report lower levels of intolerance and other mental health difficulties. Of course, humans have always experienced uncertainty. However, the year 2020 has taken this to a more extreme level. One thing we have witnessed this year is that uncertainty is the mother of invention. There are many people who have turned adversity on its head and created opportunity. I recently read a story about a man who lost a huge amount of his business and his kids were out of school. He responded by learning how to surf ski, he took a barista course, got a boat licence and took up guitar lessons with his son. This reset of balance, seeking help and change of perspective helped him to pivot his attitude and situation and protect his mental health. These people who were able to overcome uncertainty saw opportunities to reset what they value and a catalyst to change their lives. For example, some communities formed groups and reached out offering to help neighbours. Some families used the forced time together to improve the quality of their relationships. While the adversity and uncertainty of COVID-19 may be more extreme than other uncertain times of our lives, the same rules apply. This includes self-management and maintaining our perspective, keeping at the forefront what we do know and can do. Most of us have experienced a major adverse life event that has changed us in some way. We can look to our survival of this experience for reassurance. Uncertainty has always been a factor of life. The thing with uncertainty is, unless we can see the future, we will always be uncertain about some things. So how can we regain our balance and face this era of uncertainty through adaptability and resilience? The American Psychological Association has put out some tips for dealing with the stress of uncertainty. Be kind to yourself. This includes being mindful of fear, perfectionism and negativity, which we know are linked to intolerance of uncertainty. Reflect on your past successes as mentioned, we have all overcome struggles in our own ways and remember this as we move forward. Develop new skills. This will help you to adapt and develop more confidence. Limit exposure to the news and overexposure to technology. This will help to lower our stress. 
Avoid dwelling on things you can't control. Make self-care a priority, including your mental health. Seek support from loved ones or professionals and give back where you can. Focus on the things that are within your control and set healthy boundaries around those things you can't control. Resilience and mental health are vital in this era of uncertainty. We know that the way we think strongly influences how we feel and behave. When we have stress, anxiety or depression, our minds are typically operating like a washing machine in circuitous thinking. That is, we're going around in circles instead of moving forward in a linear way. The treatments for anxiety and depression include thinking exercises and breathing exercises that teach us to retrain our minds to process information in a linear way, including change and unwanted events, and teach us how to breathe properly again. The thinking exercises are known as cognitive behavioural therapy, and psychologists teach how to use these processes, how to apply logic to the irrational thoughts. We learn to get out of the circles. We apply logic to the irrational. For instance, if we're looking at the negative aspect of a situation, we also need to look at the positive or our view is unbalanced. We need to have acceptance about things we can't change, commitment to what we value and to values that may be changing. We need to dig deeper, search wider for more understanding and acceptance in times that are uncertain. Have gratitude for things we can be grateful for. Boost our serotonin levels with certain foods gain endorphins and perspective from physical exercise, which also helps us to process stress and change and uncertainty. Meditation also helps with mental health, as does being in nature and relaxation. Hobbies and other creative processes can help with the balance of our lives, such as baking and being creative. Another way of developing resilience is to use role models. Ideally, we identify people who emulate qualities or behaviours we want to develop more of. We ponder on the cognition that must be behind these behaviours and qualities and try on these thoughts, try acting out on them. And in doing so, we can develop more of these qualities and behaviours in ourselves. Remember that all great achievers and survivors of disasters also battle negatives, demons, resistance and fear. They use their anger and frustration for positive outcomes. Resilience is created through adversity. Think back to a major time in your life, even before this year. How did you handle it? What strengths did you use? Did you go on to become more engaged and find more meaning in life? As we move into 2021, there are a few things we do know. Coronavirus is likely to still have hold over some areas of the planet. Our technological advancements keep us connected globally and in real time. The economy will fluctuate according to the increasing global uncertainty. And as a species, we are evolved to handle change and be adaptive. So if adaptability is in our nature and resilience is something we can develop and work on with the right tools and practices, we can embrace the era of uncertainty. 
to me, what better time to focus on our life's purpose, whatever that might be, and how we can continue to fulfil that purpose in the future. The beautiful thing about uncertainty is that it also presents us with opportunity and hopefulness. So with that in mind, I wish you all a safe and happy festive season and look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the new year. Please note any references to people, stories or scenarios mentioned in this podcast are purely theoretical and are not real people or events and are used to give context only. The opinions expressed by guests in these podcasts aren't necessarily shared by me. To find out more about me, please visit my website, dramandaferguson.com.au. You can find the link in my show notes.